Talking with Girlfriends is our outlet. It's our therapy, our entertainment, and our education. Co-hosts Madness Shete Jones and Tennille Daniels explore how to make life better by doing it together. Join in as we dish on friendship, family, food, faith, and fearlessness. You're now listening to the Love Madam Podcast. Good. Good. All right. It is uh, the last episode of the season. Oh my goodness. I know. It's been good. Our We're gonna lives. get into that. We're gonna get into that in a minute. But yeah. before we start, how are you feeling? What are you feeling? What I'm feeling this week is the Black Girls and Trader Joe's Instagram account. Do you really? follow that thing? I do. You don't like it? It is a little overwhelming. I- <laughs> <laughs> It's not that I don't like it. So, okay. you know, I'm a Trader Joe's stand from way back. Yes, yes, yes. But I just I need to see more content. I agree. There's a lot of hype and excitement by, about the name. And I'm like, that's great. <laughs> but like, they haven't so, gotten. But I mean, they're starting now. Now yes. I've seen. I mean, they, we didn't even give them a chance. Like literally. Yeah. They went from like zero to 20K in like a weekend a and week, they, yeah. they didn't even have their stuff together yet. So I think they're, I think it will be nice. Yes. So I'm just liking looking at some of the products that people are buying. Mm-hmm. And I have, um, I went to Trader Joe's earlier this week and they have this jalapeno limeade that mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to making some jalapeno margaritas. So that was a, a win. And then a couple days ago, they had this brioche French toast recipe with caramelized uh, peaches. And so mm. that was one that where the girl actually kind of went through. Well, she didn't yes. give a whole lot of detail, but she gave a little bit more detail than just posting the picture. The picture. Uh, yeah, I, I saw a couple like um, some where they take like the dry fruit and they kind of reconstitute them for drinks, drinks. and some other mm-hmm. cute stuff. So um, I'm excited. Representation matters. And yes. I mean, we we do be in Trader Joe's, so. I usually, I go like every now and then, but mm-hmm. since this quarantine, I've gone a little bit more because one of my good girlfriends, she is always in there and she's been telling me about little things that she's been eating. So I was like, okay, let me go try it. Um, and I like the fact that they are doing, I think they do an excellent job of like mm-hmm. making sure the carts are wiped down. There's only a certain mm-hmm. amount of people in the store. Cause if you go to like a Harris Teeter, I went to the Harris Teeter in Navy Yard the other day. Mm-mm. Packed. It's well, it wasn't super packed, but nobody's giving you no hand, um, wipe to wipe down right. the card. The people don't care, Mm-mm. yeah. That was like my Wegmans experience. I went again, I actually tried to go to Trader Joe's, um, in Annapolis. The line was wrapped all the way around mm. the building, it was raining. I left, went to Wegmans, walked right in, got my wipe down cart, got my sanitizer, <laughs> and was like, I gotta stick to what I know, yeah. Um, but you remember, I used to live right near Trader Joe's, yes, so I it do. used to be my primary grocery, grocery. store, like, I used mm. to be in there like two, three times a week. So I love TJ's. All right. So what are you feeling this week? The weather. Yes, it has been I, really nice. I am very happy to see some of the clouds clearing up. We had a rainy day and even the rainy day was nice. Like I'm seeing some of the flowers that we planted in the front yard or mm. getting some nourishment, but then also just the sunshine. I'm really excited about the changing weather um, and being able to kind of step outside. I said last episode, I just need to get outside. So just stepping outside and breathing right. in that that fresh air has been um, very life-giving for me. So 
You better get your life. Here. I hope it's here to stay. <laughs> you know, sometimes around here it'll be like, oh my God, it's spring. And then all of a sudden it's 30 yeah. degrees tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. But we're yeah. in the unofficial start of summer. So hopefully we'll have more kind of late spring, early summer weather. All right. Because it's Memorial ahead. Day, the unofficial <laughs> start. Yay. Love to see it. <laughs> Um, okay, so as we kind of alluded to earlier, this is um, our final episode of the season. So welcome to season one, the wrap up. The wrap up. Yeah, we're going to spend some time just chatting about um, Love Mad in the podcast, how the season's been, um, our guests, what we're looking forward to next season, how it's been being back on the air. Um, and all that great stuff. So I'm super excited to be discussing our thoughts, our reactions to, and our hopes for Love Mad in the podcast. Girl, and you know me with my memory. I had to go back down memory lane, as um, <laughs> some singer said. I don't even know who it was. I saw it's in a telegraph. I, <laughs> do you know who this song that? No, man. memory lane. Oh, oh, you know, I don't know. We'll have to Google that one. Yeah. So February was all about love. March was all about spring. Yes. April was uh, all about the re reflections. Yep. Yes. And May was all about the moms. May for the mamas. Yeah, it was great. So maybe we can start out with some reflections. Yeah. Okay. What would you say is has been the most rewarding part of doing this show? Yeah, so for me, it's just really been the connection mm -hmm. um, with both you and the community. Um, as we've talked about several times, I think at the core of our life's work, um, you know, there is an intersection with the both of us, and that is our love for women um, and, you know, just inspiring, motivating, um, sharing stories with women um, to help us live out our best lives or, you know, show up as our, the best version of ourselves. So that's what I really loved most is, you know, just having this time with you on a weekly basis yeah. and then hearing from the community about what they've been getting from the podcast. Yeah, I agree. I think the connection is major. I also feel very accomplished doing this. Um, content creation is not easy and um, especially being consistent. Yeah. So I really feel like doing a podcast, doing this podcast gives me an avenue to create consistent content, content mm -hmm. that, um, you know, we're hearing back is valuable right. and allows me to do that in a way that is not so, um, I, I mean, it's work, but yeah. yeah, something that feels natural to right. me. Um, you know, I like to write, but blogging is not really my thing. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not something that I think I, I, Will, would do on a consistent basis, but I really enjoy podcasting. I love, love that it's conversational. I love the connection between you and I, the feedback from our listeners. Mm -hmm. Um, and it allows us to kind of just be current and have a current conversation right. and, um, influence our community in a way that we're able to, to keep up with and do on a, on a mm -hmm. weekly basis. We haven't yeah. been, been late or missed an episode yet. So go us. Go us. You got to celebrate those wins. That's right. So that's been really rewarding for me, the consistency of creating good quality content. And oh, I think your word of the year was like execute or something yes, like that. Yes, yeah. I think that whole consistency piece falls right in line with that. So 
Yeah. And it's like, do you, I, I know there are a lot of people out here who are, you know, aspiring entrepreneurs and content creators, and you don't have to follow the same formula as somebody else. If podcasting right. isn't natural to you and you rather stay behind a screen, then, you know, write or blog. If blogging is not it for you and you like to be in front of camera then vlog but people will tell you like oh you need to show your face more you need to be on camera you need to do mm -hmm. this you need to do that you just need to do what works for you because if you yeah. jump out there and try to do something and it's not you you're not going to stick with it and it's going to show that it's not yeah. authentic so um I Actually, think this is this has been an authentic way for us to really share our voice. Sorry, mm -hmm. what were you going to say? I was going to say I was talking to one of my friends the other day and we were just talking about this whole um, authentic showing up authentically on social media, because mm -hmm. I think there are a, a good number of people who are showing up authentically. And then mm -hmm. I think there are others who um, are trying to convey that they are being authentic, but you can, you know, mm -hmm. you can see it, right? <laughs> so that yeah. you can see it's like heavily orchestrated and it may mm -hmm. not necessarily be who they are at the core. And yeah. so it goes back to what you just said, do what works for you. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, in the moment when it's your time, whatever kind of outcomes and blessings you're looking for from doing the work, they you'll reap what you sow. It, absolutely. And everybody's work doesn't have to show up on social media. I mean, granted, as like a comms and marketing person, I would say you need to have a presence. A presence. But I mean, there are a lot of people doing community work, you know, in the streets, in homes, at churches, in the trenches, you know, um, traveling that might not be documenting things in the same way that people whose audience is heavily on social media are. And that's OK. Like, do your work where your work needs to be done. Mm. Okay, second reflection question. What are you looking forward to doing or creating more of during our break? Because there will be, so we were on for 16 weeks, then we're going to be off, and then we're going to be back on in the fall. So we will have a bit of a summer break. So what yeah. are you looking forward to creating more of during that time? So I'm just really looking forward to creating more opportunities to enjoy the summer, even though it may not look like what I had initially thought it would at the beginning of the year. So right now, had this, you know, COVID-19 showed up, I would have been in St. Lucia on the beach. Mm -hmm about to celebrate the union of um, one of my good girlfriends and her husband. And I'm here in DC with my baseball <laughs> cap on chilling. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I do want to make the summer of 2020 one of my best summers, right? Because mm -hmm. I think we can get so caught up in all of the things that we can't do this summer and all of the things that we've lost. And I just want to be a little bit more intentional about creating the experience that I want to have. And so, yes, it may be different, but I still think I can, you know, have a good time doing things that I enjoy given the season that we're in. So that's what I'm looking forward to, just finding ways to enjoy and thoroughly enjoy my summer. Nice. Um, mine is going to be a mix of things. One, I look forward to doing more writing. Um, mm. I shared that I was working on putting together a manuscript for a book. Um, and so I would like to spend more time doing that. So the time that I'm doing show prep and show notes and recording, I want right. to replace that with working on writing and drafting uh, my book. I'm really excited about that. So I have a strategy call um, with some folks coming up um, at the end of next week mm -hmm. to help me kind of get my thoughts aligned and just trying to invest in that whole process. So I'm looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. um, 
Second thing is family time. I'm looking forward to spending time outdoors in nature with my husband and my daughter, Um, maybe getting by some water, doing some hiking or doing some other fun, safe Mm -hmm. activities that we can um, that we can do. And then the third is that I am going to be um, providing an offering through Love Madden of facilitating virtual gatherings. Yeah. So I've done a couple of these. I was, I told y'all earlier in the podcast, I was facilitating gatherings for people in their homes and I had a few coming up in March and April. And then of course those were canceled. And then over the last two weeks, I've done um, a a couple birthday parties and uh, women's like zoom gatherings, like small group gatherings. And um, one was for a mom's group and then one was for a birthday party. Um, of somebody who's actually turning 65. I was interested. Wow. You know, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I was just excited to be able to do that and be in that space and connect with women of all backgrounds and all ages. And, um, I'm going to be doing more of that. So I'm going to formalize that and that offering will be available on the website this summer. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, I, we need to be using our, um, our gifts and developing kind of our brands even in the midst of, and I think that's an excellent way to do exactly that for you. Um, Mm -hmm. So that when COVID is over, you know, you never know how many people you're going to reach in the virtual space that will translate, you know, to other things in the non-virtual space. I was going to say the physical space, but that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I know exactly. I know exactly what you're trying to say. And it's interesting to me because it's like, just as I was getting Love Madden off the ground and we're Mm -hmm. talking about, I mean, the tagline is get together and talk. The whole Mm -hmm. idea of gathering together around the table and um for us to be hit with something so unexpected that makes it so challenging to do really what's at the core of the brand for me it was like okay like sure I can encourage people to connect in other ways but what does that look like and it takes away from the heart of the whole you know preparing a meal and sitting at the table and so I didn't want to be quick to just pivot just to do something to just to do it I wanted to try it um and see what that felt like, uh, and experience it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to have this sort of alternative because that connection, we've talked about this lots of times is more important now than ever before. You know, that isolation yeah. will creep up on you. I so. actually have some ideas for you that I'm not going to share on this podcast, but, Ooh. um, you know, what I've learned recently is that there are a lot of, and you just mentioned this, but a lot of people who feel in isolation, kind of lonely in this time. And Mm -hmm. I think there are um, active things that people can do because when you're feeling isolated and lonely, it sounds good in theory to say, well, you need to be proactive and push through and and make opportunities for connection. But if that's not your natural inclination, when you're isolated and feeling depressed and all of those things, it's even harder to do that. So I think by creating opportunities for people who may be experiencing loneliness and, you know, grieving about things that they didn't even, they don't even quote unquote have yet, but Mm. feel like they're losing is a really good place to, to get women together to kind of work through those issues. So I actually probably just shared a little bit of what I was going to tell you, but it's all good. I love it. Look (laughs) at us brainstorming on the air. Love it. Cause you're just giving me a bunch of ideas for how we can really help people um, in a meaningful way during this time. So that's good. Let me know if you want to be a part of this. We'll talk more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. So those were our um, sort of reflections. Uh, I also want to spend some time looking back on season one. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So I'll start. I want to talk first about our favorite episode or moment from season one. That was an easy one for me. My favorite episode is when I had my husband um, join us on the podcast. I really, really enjoyed being able to do that with him, mm-hmm. um, having him kind of step outside of his norm to participate. We got so much great feedback. That is the most listened to episode um, of, of the show. Um, so much great feedback from people who are either in relationships or who are dating and interested in becoming in relationships. So um, I think that's a part of my life that I probably don't share about that much mm-hmm. regularly, my relationship. And so um, Girl, you just, know, people want to know. People I are nosy as hell. People do want to know. <laughs> I'm like, what you want me to tell y'all? So I think it was cool to like. Girl, they don't even care what you tell them as long as you tell them <laughs> something, right? So I think it was cool to like open up and for us to do that together. It was like a different form of intimacy, like him coming into my world, you know? So that was my favorite episode. It was a lot of fun. And I think uh, we'll probably have him back because the people want more, more Lou. Yeah. So initially when I thought about it, I was going to say the same thing. That was my favorite episode, but I kind of knew, well, I didn't know you were going to say that was your favorite episode, but I didn't want you to get jealous that I was going to say Lou coming on the podcast was my favorite part. Like, no. (laughs) Could have guessed it. (laughs) No, but I I do agree with you. I think that was a, a really good episode. I think I learned so much about, um, you all and your relationship that I didn't necessarily know. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, even being part of Three's company, mm-hmm. I still learn some things. And um, I think it was also good for me to hear his perspective on what I should be doing as a single woman to prepare myself for my life partner and husband. So I, I really enjoyed that as well. But I, you know, enjoyed some of the recent episodes as well. Mm-hmm. Um, having the mothers on, um, it, yeah, I think it was just, a really good opportunity for me as someone who desires to be a mom um, to just hear the different perspectives of, you know, the journeys and and some of the tips and strategies that I may have to start like conditioning my mind to right now as Mm -hmm. I prepare to potentially become a mother one day. Mm -hmm. And it's like, girl, that whole gentle parenting and not even tapping, that got me a little... Right. That episode with Salika was good. I think it pushed us and our listeners outside of our comfort zones. I know that folks, I've had three people hit me up about the book that she recommended. Oh, actually, this is a time for me to announce that I've just become an Amazon influencer. So, um, (laughs) so anything you hear about on the show or anything that I love, um, just in the kitchen or around the table or that I mentioned, I'll link to my Amazon shop. Um, so you can find it directly through the Love Madden Amazon shop and I'll link it on my website as well. Cause I'm like, people are listening and buying this book. I need to make sure that I'm, you know, yeah, getting my commission. Right. Exactly. Um, so I'll definitely be uh linking that as well. I just got my approval earlier this week. So soon come. You know what? So and I think I'm about to just go into being a brand strategist. Mm-hmm. Not for you, but <laughs> I you thought about for me, shoot. I thought about something else for um another one of my friends who is launching or has launched her business and is, you know, in this space where she's struggling with how best to um monetize it because it is more of a lifestyle brand and she's 
um, sharing things that she loves. And mm-hmm. I found myself becoming more like a Maddie and trying a lot of these things out that she's recommending or even mm-hmm. like the Black Girls and Trader Joe's are recommending. So mm-hmm. there's definitely a space and you you want to recommend things, but you also want to be compensated for um recommending some of those things as well because this is you know this is a business right and And I I think it's different than doing an advertisement it's not like a company is coming to me and saying hey sell my product put your name on it it's like this is stuff I'm using anyway Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so if I'm going to share it with this audience that company not the audience doesn't owe me for the recommendation I'm only telling y'all the truth about stuff I love I'm not trying to sell y'all nothing but Mm -hmm. the company I mean I'm doing free advertisement for y'all y'all got money Girl, why am I feeling this way today? I just came up with another idea. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna Sheesh, write, I'm get your notebook because you know you're liable girl. to forget. Girl, write write it down. Is it was the third one you got just for me, or that was for somebody else too? It was um a, a combination of two people, mm-hmm. one of them being you, but and I can't find my pen, but I, I'll remember before we um, wrap up. Dang, I love it. Look at this. This is how you guys for the listeners. These are how this show is much less um outlined than our typical shows and this is how we normally flow we get into our flow and our conversation yeah, y'all wanna, so. I mean y'all love the girl talk and we do the, that is authentic girl talk when we're taught like you know have a strict outline but right this is like you in our um phone conversation, phone conversation for <laughs> real right <laughs> okay so where were we um uh, favorite episode favorite moment so that was mine wait and so your second one was the mom's Yes. Mm-hmm. So that whole series, basically. Just that whole series. I just uh-huh. loved having the interaction, the additional interaction of the guests mm-hmm. um, and, and that additional expertise. Yeah. And I think we're going to, we had already planned to do more of that in the second season, but I think mm-hmm. we could probably do even more than we planned to do because yeah. um, it worked. It definitely worked. Okay. What's your least favorite episode or moment from season one? Hmm. My least favorite moment is all, not all of them. The Dating Diary. The Dating Diary. <laughs> no 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 no. honestly that I'm just being funny now but um I I really couldn't think of a least favorite moment of the um episode of an episode or a seat of the season Mm -hmm. um you know I I have enjoyed some aspects of the date diary nice we'll talk about this a little bit more later but yeah you know it, it pushed me outside of my comfort zone and sometimes that can be you know a little bit it, it makes it makes it show up as something that you don't really like mm-hmm. but it pushes you outside your comfort zone so I'll leave it there what about you um so content has been 100 like I love the content that we put together I love all of the segments but I really want to tighten up execution this might be the perfectionist in me just showing up again and we talked about perfectionism during our March series but um I like I had some sound issues last um, week, last episode. And because we don't have our sound engineer here with us and we're recording because we're virtual and then we're sending him a file is like not the same. Um, So I think my least favorite moments are kind of some of those technical glitchy things. Mm -hmm. I will also say when we produced that episode um, where my husband came on, we had to redo that episode Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> Several times because the files got corrupted and the, I mean, we had recorded it. The devil like, was busy. The he devil was, so was busy. busy. We had recorded it when we were back when we were recording at the Dream Village. Then we had to like re-record at our house one night because 
half the file cut off and it was the first hit was so good mm-hmm. and then that night it kept when we, the re-record night it kept like stopping and the computer was crap it was so much going on and it hasn't happened before or since um so that's oh. also lets me know that that episode was fire god god is doing something with that episode because it was a lot of opposition you know told you and lewis uh, you know i definitely think that there is a market for um, people who are married, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call it a marriage ministry. Mm. Um, I think that you all bring something kind of new and fresh that people would be interested in. Um, and combining, you know, your kind of skills of gatherings and experiences and things like that with Lou's just like straight pragmatic mm-hmm. kind of personality. Mm-hmm. I think that's what you know it would be beneficial to people. So I'm gonna just put, put that, that out in, in the book. Yeah, put that out down. This, and this is something I did learn. I did talk about on a previous episode. I'm gonna have to start charging people for my ideas. Does, if anybody has any idea on how I can monetize idea generation, holler at your girl. So I'm gonna send you a link to this um, strategy meeting that I'm having. It's um, one of my girlfriends recommended it to me, and she said it was something that was really valuable to her and her business. So I'm gonna send you mm. her link. Her referral link. Yeah. Um, And they will help you think through some of what you're talking about. It's interesting because um, he and I had gone on like a local trip Mm -hmm. for our um, anniversary and we had talked about doing like a marriage retreat. Mm -hmm. Um, But we weren't able to pull it off for this season. And I don't know what that would look like in coming seasons, but maybe that's something we can revisit. Yeah, if you need somebody for logistics, I'm more Ooh. than happy. Um, oh, yes. You know, I'll send over my contract, but You're... I'm more than happy to help. Send me an invoice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Along with the invoice for all these episodes you're doing for free. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm trying to get a little uh, coin from that Amazon influencer. Girl, coin. <laughs> I can't give you five cents on a dollar. <laughs> All right. That was good. Um, okay. So looking ahead, what are you most looking forward to about the show in season two? Yeah. So really just continuing to reach more people um, with our work. I was actually having a conversation with a um, gentleman that we both know who listens to the podcast because he knows us and, you know, he has gotten some really good nuggets out of it, but Mm -hmm. he also just wanted to support. Mm -hmm. And we had a conversation about, you know, how do you expand in an organic way your audience, right? Mm -hmm. And so we are reaching a good number of people now, but I think that there is, you know, much there's, let me not say much more, but I think there's more we can do to try to get the word out um, to women so that we're reaching more people um, yeah. in an organic way. Like we're not trying to inflate numbers or, you know, whatever. Right. We want to do it organically, but I think it just goes back to that being consistent with yes. the social media presence mm-hmm. that, you know, feeds people back to the podcast. Um, and I sure. think that's something that both of us can do on, you know, your side as being Love Madden, the brand and the person. And then, you know, me as being Tanil, the co-host of Love Madden and whatever mm-hmm. else it is that I do in my life. Um, <laughs> I really come, I come off on this podcast seeming like a whole as cast basket case but I'm really I really have my stuff like a little bit together you have your stuff very much together Danielle <laughs> I know basket cases and you ain't one of them <laughs> <laughs> thank you girlfriend um but the other thing that I will say um 
actually no I'll, I'll let you talk about what you're looking for most forward to and then I'll put this in the next part go ahead so the thing I think I'm looking most forward to is guests um we're gonna have more guests I think we just talked about how much we loved having guests on during our mama series and also I think that's fits into you know this organic growth for us it's been word of mouth and mm-hmm. um we I mean we do pretty well we're, we're definitely ranking better than average um way better than average because there's so many podcasts out there in the world and so the averages are kind of low because I don't know if people are promoting them or if they're just doing them for fun or whatever mm-hmm. so um you know we rank pretty well but we want to it's beyond the rankings we want to be able to reach more people mm-hmm. and I think guests sharing it with their audiences and their friends and family and circles of influence will help Mm -hmm. us to do that. Um, And a lot of times what we found is people will listen to a guest episode because, you know, their friend was on Mm -hmm. and then they'll keep listening because they like the content. So I think that'll be a double whammy for us. Um, A couple of the guests in particular, I'm just super excited to have on because they do podcasts. And so I just, I know that that flow and that conversation Mm -hmm. is going to be really good. Um, And then one of the topics that we're going to be talking about in the fall because we do have a rough calendar out, but we, we do want to hear back about what topics you want to hear about. It's not set in stone, but um, a few of the topics I know we'll do for sure. And one of them that we're doing in October um, is around fear. Mm-hmm. And it's just so major. I think fear is what keeps us from doing all that is good and that we are purposed to do. And we just yeah. have to kick fear's ass. So um, I really think that us doing that having guests, focusing Mm -hmm. in on our own fears, how we push past them, how we haven't pushed past some of them and how some of them continue to handicap us, I think it's going to be major. So I'm looking forward to October and the Fright Fest. Yeah, that actually was one of the things that I was um, looking forward to as we move into what topics are we excited to discuss in season two. Mm -hmm. And really, um, when I looked at the calendar, the fear... Um, kind of series was where my eyes were drawn to and in particular there's an episode loosely titled right now it might not stay the same but it's um, planned title is clocks ticking mm-hmm. and um, you know one of the things that I'm looking forward to just sharing more with you all as we go into the last half of 2020 is that there are some um, kind of yeah I'm gonna say tough decisions that I need to make within the next couple of months about um you know me being single and my desire to be a mother and to be a mother beyond adoption Mm -hmm. um to have my own child and you know I it it really goes into merging God's plan with your own Mm -hmm. um and it's something that I'm struggling with because you know everybody's like wait on the Lord, which yes, I, I, I don't want anything that is not of God. But when I think about all of the things that I have been through in the um, past few years, I think God has shown up in some of those situations, which may lead to me having a child without a spouse. Mm. Um, but that's, you know, that's a very difficult decision to make because you're not only making the decision for yourself, right. you're making it for your potential child. Right. So um, I want to share some of that journey with you all. I don't know how transparent I'm going to be, but I think there are lessons that, you know, anybody can take yeah. from having to go through that kind of decision process. And, you know, if I decide to go forward, 
just the whole process that that's going to entail because I can just I already know that that's something that's going to be an emotional roller coaster. Um, so just looking forward to sharing that journey with you all. For sure. That's good. Thank you so much for sharing that. I um I can I can definitely um relate in some sense just with our story of just recurrent miscarriage and just having to make the decisions about what to do next and um, how we were able to even come to a place where we were able to, you know, have a successful pregnancy with our daughter. And there were a lot of ways that you encouraged me through that. Um, and what does that look like waiting on the Lord uh, versus like, not versus, but accompanying that with, you know, the whole concept of faith without works is dead. Are there things that we need to be doing, you know, in the ways of medical interventions and other things to help us to be successful, um, with this desire that we have and this desire that we believe the Lord has put on our hearts. And, um, is that, is that not waiting on the Lord? Is that wanting to do things in our own time? There's kind of a struggle there. Um, so I mean, yeah, definitely I can understand what that can feel like for us. It's like, all right, we have miscarriage number one, two, three, four. It's like, how many, you know, times do we have to go through this? Um, and yeah, I think that's something that we're talking about in the sense of a motherhood, which is a major theme for many women. But I think that's something that we can translate to a lot of parts of our lives, yeah. um, whether we're looking at relationships or business or health or other decisions where it's a combination of really faith and work. So thank mm-hmm. you for kind of opening that up. I'm excited to talk about um, fear and even like cultural pressure, societal yeah. pressure, um, religion. What, what, what does the Bible really tell us versus what are some things that people try to, people try to pin a lot of things on religion, mm-hmm. um, you know, their own hatred, their own, um, Bias. um biases, yeah. their own prejudices. So I think it is important for us to really look within, um, ourselves and our own personal relationship with Christ or whoever your God is, um, to see how you're nudged. So, yeah, and just really quickly, there, you know, since I started my, well, let me not, yeah, since I started the journey of having to think about freezing my eggs and then what that was going to look like, you know, mm-hmm. years later, um, there has always been this itch that I've had to do something in terms of like sharing my story and building a community with women who are going through something similar. Mm-hmm. And I haven't looked yet, so that's probably something I'm going to be doing in the summer, but to just see what communities exist around women who struggle with, you know, proceeding to have a child without the desired husband to to be there to support it. And then what that looks like post-baby when you have this child that you brought into the world and then you bring... a a man into this because just because I'm going ahead and moving forward with being a mother doesn't mean that I still don't have the desire to be a wife one day as well. So there's just a lot of things. And I've been thinking about, you know, is there a way for me to create a community around that to support me during it, but then also so that I can share my story and support other women who are going through similar things. Um, Especially Mm. once we get into these thirties and forties, it gets a little tricky. It does. That's really good to Neil. And then, you know, we often think about pregnancy and then the baby, but mothering doesn't end with a baby. Like our mothers are still mothering us. So what does that look like with young children, with older children, with adult children, all the relationships and family dynamics? And at what point will that husband enter your life? And, 
you know, what kind of questions will that child have as they grow up and how navigating those conversations. And I mean, there's so much, um, you know, with, with, with being a parent, there's so much with being parent period. So, um, I feel like if there isn't already a community that exists, you doing something like that would be major, major. Um, yeah, so I'm excited. I'm excited about season two. Um, we're definitely going to put out some polls on Love Madden, and um, Tanil will share them as well um, from her page at Tanil Daniels, um, two N's, two L's, um, about what it is that you want to talk about. Like, this is not just a discussion between the two of us, this is a conversation mm-hmm. for our community. Um, and also, as you're having these gatherings, whether they're in person or virtual, these are conversations that we are encouraging you to continue with. With your own groups of friends so um what do y'all want to talk about we definitely want to hear back let so know. let us know we'll be sharing some polls we're going to have a couple of ways for you to um, upload those to our website as well um some quick forms for you to give us some topic ideas so we look forward to hearing from y'all um okay before we wrap up we want to do our elective segment so this is <laughs> This is the last episode of the month. So typically the last episode of the month, we do do a dating diary, but because this is the wrap up um, and Tanil said we do more, she does more solo elective segments than I do. We're each going to do a wrap up or a closing thought from our respective elective segments. So hers is the dating diary. Mine is what's cooking. Um, the rest of our elective segments are are sort of shared. So um, yeah. Tanil, I will defer to you to start first. What is a closing thought that you have on um, dating for the season? Yeah. So to all of my single sisters out there who desire to find a man um, to be your companion, your best friend, your life partner, your husband, I feel like 2020 threw us a curveball because I know many of us had these grand plans to be, you know, out and seen and available to be snatched up. And COVID came and was like, "Uh uh-uh, you're going to have to sit in the house. And so (laughs) what do you do with that, right? And so I want to challenge us. I'm challenging myself as well. Um, to get creative with how we continue to seek out opportunities to be seen, even in the midst of a pandemic. Um, dating is going to look a lot different until really there, I think, is a vaccine. Because especially if you have like no prior sure. knowledge of the person, like mm-hmm. he's just a, you know, Joe Blow off the street. It's like, mm, how are we navigating this? So we're going to have to get creative. Um, but I want us to look at this, look at it as how we can make the best of this time and not view it as how we are losing time and how, you know, I just lost a year because I'm not able to do anything. So get creative, you know, join things that you may not have joined. Otherwise, some of my friends had this virtual happy hour the other day. I wasn't sure who was going to be on the happy hour. I knew it was going to be, you know, a good mix of men and women. So I went ahead. Oh, it was good. I enjoyed it. Oh, good. Um, I went on there. I got my little hair together as much as I could pull it together, put on some makeup, tried to, you know, have on a little nice shirt. And I just went in there. And I'm not expecting anything out of the happy hour, but you just never know. So you just have to put yourself in situations, um, creative situations these days. Girl, to you be better expect something. In, you better expect great way. things out of this happy hour and after <laughs> Out of everything I mean, else. not out of one, right? So this is the end of one. Yeah, something I mean, could have. Right. But you never know. 
I think you did the right thing, having yourself together, because even though you're saying I'm not expecting something, which is something we say because it's kind of like a defense, I think it is important for you to um, to to have some level of expectation. And if you didn't, you wouldn't have got yourself gussied up. So I'm glad that you did that. Because if you weren't expecting anything, you probably wouldn't have logged on at all. So I think we could probably um, amend that language a little bit. You know what I mean? Expectation, like I expected managing the expectation. Right. I expected there to be be potentially single men of good quality on this happy hour. So I said, let me make sure that I'm showing up as my best self, presenting well. That's right. Exactly. In case somebody so you know decides to choose me, you know. Mm -hmm. So. Um, there are some other kind of out of the box things that I'm planning to do as well. Um, maybe I'll start sharing some of those as well. But I just want you all to get creative. It's very easy for us to feel like 2020 has been a wash or will be a wash because we can't do things that we would normally do. Get creative. If you need some help, I mean, I need pushing probably 95% of the time, but I'm happy to push you. We can push each other That's right. um, to get out there because we still have to work on what we desire. So one of the things that you could add to your list now that it's Memorial Day is my neighbor is back out in his front yard with his grill. So <laughs> do we have, I'm going to come up. The, the loop of neighbor. We could do this strategic, <laughs> some strategic walks with the baby in the stroller right on past his house because he'd be out here and he's friendly. He's very friendly. Okay, yeah. We got to just figure out the scheduling. I can't be just sitting on your porch for hours waiting for this neighbor to come outside. Girl, he's outside right now. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Look what COVID has done. We could add that to the list. We could add that to the list of creative strategies. Come hang out with me and let's take some walks. Right, right. It's a big neighborhood. He might not be the only one in his front That's yard. That's true. And maybe the last time we, we walked, we had to cut it short because Ellie got a little fussy. But Ellie got a lot out. fussy. She I'm just... trying to give my girl the benefit of the doubt. But we're going to go out a little earlier and we're going to do some thorough walking around that neighborhood. See what we can see. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Yeah. We'll we'll do some afternoon stuff when it's peak time for the baby. Um, Okay. So closing thoughts for me, what's cooking? So I'm going to share closing thoughts on hospitality for the season. Mm -hmm. Um, So I started to talk about this earlier. We have made a major shift in how we commune and gather with other people because we're not supposed to be gathering with other people. And like Tennille said, um, you know, the the therapies and the treatments for this thing really um, have yet to be seen as successful. Um, There's not a vaccination that's approved in place when there is one. I mean, it's not just a magic bullet, right? Like we start with the most vulnerable. There's a rollout. There's only so much serum that could be made. So it's going to be a lot of phases. Right. (laughs) Exactly. It's going to take some time. So um, just thinking about how we stay connected, um, because as I always say, we were created to connect. We were created to be in community. um, For me, has been a real challenge in this season. And so uh, my thoughts are similar to Tennille's. This is, you know, necessity is the mother of invention and innovation. And creativity. So let's continue to push. Let's think about what it is that we need from that connection, um, you know, short of physical touch. So is it seeing someone um, through a screen? Is it seeing someone in person? Um, is it sharing a meal? Is it breaking bread? Is it the conversation? And how can we recreate those things in ways that are safe um, and reasonable to do? And so I have shared my thoughts around 
um, helping to facilitate conversations for groups of women that are already friends and already have connections. And then Tennille really started to spark something in me about maybe starting to create some groups um, and connect some groups of people who are looking to even make new friends in this season um, and connecting people, other people with one another. Um, so I'm excited to continue to, to do that. But you know, even without Love Madden facilitation, I really want to encourage everybody to find ways to do that, not just for yourselves, but for your families, um, keeping your kids connected. Kids need to play. Kids need interaction. This is really a scary time to be anybody, but especially to be a little kid, like you're not going to school, you know, you're not getting that interaction and, and, and in these critical developmental years that you need. So when we think about what isolation looks for as an adult, um, you know, really paying attention to what that looks like for little ones, what that looks like for the elderly um, who don't have a lot of other things on their plate to keep them busy or distracted, people who are in their retirement years, um, keeping those folks connected. And then really thinking about our men as yeah. women, there are resources, there are ways we're going to find a way we're going to do it. You know, somebody's checking on us, checking on our strong friends, but it's not so much happening with our fellas. So, mm. you know, your brother, your dad, your husband, um, what does community look like for him? And even the, the other, some of the things that he might enjoy sports and this and that, it's a big shift, you know, yeah. the time that he has to connect in the barbershop. Like there are lots of things that, that, are part of our men's sort of weekly routine, um, whether it's going to church or barbershop or whatever, that's also really changing for them. And that is where they connect. Um, So sometimes a conversation about sports is a gateway for a conversation about marriage or fatherhood or what's on your mind. So um, just being cognizant of once our cups are filled, just really helping those around us to, Mm. um, to stay connected as well. So yeah, my closing thoughts. I ain't got nothing else to say. I love it. Thanks, sis. All right. And now we will end with our most favorite part of this in every episode, which is the question Question of the episode. episode. All right. You want to ask? Sure. So today's question, and we're asking it of each other, but we're also going to put it out to you as well. Mm -hmm. How can we make the Love Madden Madden, the podcast Mm -hmm. even better? Mm. Yeah, I mean, this is really something that we need to hear from you guys on as the listeners. I guess we can give some of our thoughts, but this this question of the episode is more of a question for y'all than it is for us because we only know as much as we know. Um, so mine is around working with our uh, beloved brother and sound engineer, Marcus, on um, adding some pizzazz. So um, hopefully we can get back together at some point to record but even while we can't like maybe we can pre-record some of the segment openers like the question of the episode have some you know music or sound effects or other things and I know there's all sorts of rules and regulations around um, copyright and Mm -hmm. use of music and all that kind of stuff but I mean right now it's just two girls in a mic Um, so I know that he has the skills to help push us to um, really tighten up on post-production and make the show more of a, a show. So um, yeah, really kind of elevating our girl talk and adding some fun stuff that will um, make it a little bit more of a produced final piece. So I think that's one thing that can make it better. I like listening to podcasts that have sound effects and little things. And um, I like, I love our theme music. So like more stuff like that. <laughs> 
it's a little true. A little bit you want a show? A little okay, bit of a, yeah, a little bit, a little bit more production. Um, well, quality. you already know my part of that plan, so <laughs> I do. Um, I do. Yes. Yeah, so for me, I'm gonna say, especially if we have to continue recording these. Um, you know, in our separate homes, I'm going to get a new mic because I've been using the, um, the second mic and it is, it's okay, but the sound quality is not as good as, um, one of the other ones that we have. So mm-hmm. we're going to invest in another mic so that y'all can make sure y'all get all of my, you know, words and hear them clearly. <laughs> Real crisp. <laughs> right. And Marcus doesn't have to do too much of turning me up after the episode is over. So. Yeah, Marcus, we're trying to make your life easier. Well, Tanil is. I'm probably giving you more work, but we love you. We appreciate everything we that do. you do for us. Um, he is our silent partner here, but we really wouldn't be able to produce this show week after week without Marcus. When I say, when Marcus, <laughs> when Marcus turns that show around in like five minutes, two hours, yeah, yeah he don't, he he makes it a priority, and he's got other podcasts that he does. He's a DJ. He's got full time job, kids, wife, the whole thing. So. Thank you, Marcus, for all that you do. We really, really appreciate it. And if you all need a DJ, we're going to tag him in the show notes because the show. Marcus has become my new DJ. Yeah, he's like that. Yeah. Um, all right. Any other thoughts before we close for the season? No, nah, y'all got almost a full hour of our girl talk. So. But this is going to hold you over till September when we come back. So right. enjoy. And you could go back and run back some episodes. They're going to be there for you. So if you miss us, um, definitely head on back. Re-listen um, as you need things. And we're still on the gram. We have lots of great other new types of content coming soon. Vir- virtual gatherings and more. So um, stay connected. All right, guys. Till next time. Love you. Love you all. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Love Madden Podcast. Wait, are you subscribed yet? If not, what are you waiting for? Want to show more love? Rate and review. Then let's keep talking over at lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. Love, M-A-A-D-E-N.